0: Hi, I'm Miss Marcy, and you are listening to Conversations with Miss Marcy podcast. If you are looking for watered down conversations, this might not be the podcast for you. I'm just saying. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Miss Marcy. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, welcome. And thank you so much for sharing this podcast and just always being supportive. And like I always say, you could be listening to any podcast because there's a million of them out there, but you choose to listen to this one. So for that, I appreciate you. All right. So I had a pretty lovely weekend. It turned out nice. Actually, like the weather was really nice. Cause y'all know we've been having some crazy weather here in Ohio. Like for real, like one minute is cold feeling like fall. The next minute is hell. I even think we got a little bit of snow, uh, about a week ago. Mm. So Saturday was really nice. You know, I, um, has had my family come from out of town and um came up and hung out and stuff, so it was really cool. So anyway, what else been going on? So okay, so I wanted to mention um I caught the um home going of DMX, which was pretty good. Um, I thought they sent him away really nice, and some of the highlights for me was you know, like his daughter when she got up there and started rapping. I don't know if that was his daughter Aaliyah. Did y'all know he named one of his daughters Aaliyah after the um late singer? Aaliyah and um, but she was up there, his daughter, she was rapping and stuff. And I was thinking, like, did she make that up herself, or you know, I don't know, but whatever it was, she, whatever, she, she did good, she, she did really good. She was up there rapping and stuff, and she used his song, Slipping, and you know, um, but it was pretty cool. And I like that his ex wife, Tashera, she, um, basically, you know, she got up there and she spoke and she talked about how they met and everything, and um, She basically, um, she gave his current fiance, her flowers, you know, she, you know, acknowledged her and she just, it it was a really a beautiful moment of, of, you know, two women. And it's good to see that DMX and Tashira, his ex-wife, they came to that place of being really, really good friends because, you know... Everybody know who who's followed, you know, DMX over the years and everything. You know, DMX fans and stuff. Know that he was not a good husband to her. And that's not to throw no shade at him. But, I mean, hell, he had all them damn kids. I mean, come on. While he was married to her. But they went through a lot with each other. They went through a lot. Um, I wouldn't just say it was just him. Uh, obviously, you know, if it was her too. You don't know what goes on in people's relationships. But it takes two. So... It was just so good to see them to come to a place of where they really seem to be in a healthy place, you know uh mentally and spiritually, so that was really good and 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 that's why she was able to love on his new woman, you know like that and and a lot of times it just takes growth and maturity you- you know um. And, and, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. And it's a beautiful thing when that does happen, when that does take place, because everybody can't get to that place, especially like ex-husbands and ex-wives and stuff sometimes. And, you know, they, they just, some people just rather not have a relationship at all. They rather just not even be cool. Not just don't have no, just don't say nothing to me. You do you, I do me, you go on with your life, I go on my life and that's how they do it. And, and, and maybe that does work for some people, but my personal opinion, I don't always think that's healthy. Because regardless, if you if y'all decide to not have no type of relationship with each other, like don't be cool, don't be cordial, y'all just y'all co-parent or whatever, or and then when y'all child your children or child is grown, y'all really don't have no reason to contact each other, and that's fine and that's well, but I'm just one that feel like anytime there's not a positive energy between two people, the the when the energy is not good, it I don't feel like that's i mean that that can't feel good and i don't have kids with anyone or anything and i don't have an ex-husband or nothing like that but i'm just saying i just know just from just the comparison you got to know that it it feels better when y'all are in a in a in a healthy place when y'all can be somewhat cordial and cool and it really do feel good like it doesn't feel like you know oh let me let me avoid talking to him or let me avoid talking to her or yeah, that's the best thing for us. Cause I don't like him. I don't like her. I can't stand his ass. I can't stand her ass. That can't feel good. I don't care what nobody say. That can't feel good. I'm sorry. You have a child with this person or you was once married to this person that just can't feel good, but you know, it is what it is. And, and that's how, that's how some people cope with moving forward. That's how they move forward from their last relationship or whatever, whatever. But, um, so yeah, it was good to see that DMX and his ex-wife could actually be good friends like that. I, and it's just a it's just a really big loss in the industry. I, I like I said on my Instagram, I mean it was really like sad that he just died like that. Like oh my gosh, you know, um, it was just something about DMX. He was just such a real, authentic person, and it was just like man. Anytime you lose, oh, man, mm, I don't know, man, and all this stuff going on, they just make you have no choice but to just you, you, it's like, you, it's inevitable to just not think about, like, you have, it's like, you have no choice but to think about death more than, more now than ever, you know what I mean, like, it's just like, I don't know, man, it's just crazy, so, um, so yes, the home going was nice, and, um, Kanye, I, you know, some people had mixed reviews about the choir and everything that Kanye had, you know, put together, I thought the the, picture, the pictures that they used were beautiful. I thought he had... I really did think... I just think, yeah, overall, he had a really, really nice home going. Then they had the motorcycle rides, you know, um, riding through New York and everything. One of my friends told me that some riders got together here in Columbus. But, yeah, so that was really nice. And it, it's just an amazing thing to be loved like that. You know, he was a very loved person. And it's just beautiful to see... Um, people just man just love you like that like man you had he, he he had to had a really good impact on a lot of people i saw this video you know a lot of his videos been surfacing now too a lot of videos but there was this one where this woman it was so sweet she, um, uh, this was just one of the sweet videos where she was meeting him and she was crying and stuff. And she was like, you know, I'm never, I, I know I don't ever get emotional like this over celebrities and stuff. She said, but I love him, you know, and, uh, she was crying and stuff and he, you know, he talked to her and stuff. He was hugging her. He showed her so much love. It was just, it was just really sweet. And, you know, I said, man, and, and I I can understand, you know, sometimes, people don't get starstruck or whatever. I'm not a starstruck person at all. I don't I met a lot of celebrities and they're just regular people, but there are, um, sometimes some people that do impact you in certain ways. I, I, I'm, I'm not ever the one to sit up and look at nobody crazy because they're crying because they met a celebrity or they're crying because one of their favorite celebrities passed away. You don't know how that celebrity impacted that person. And regardless of their celebrity status, there's still a there's there's still a human being that's still a person, and when it comes to death it, at the end of the day, we all on the same playing field you know so it doesn't matter if you knew the person personally or you just knew them through their music or their or their acting or whatever the case i I'm not the one to look at somebody like they some like oh, she crying over him, oh my gosh she no, you never know how that person impacted that person so but yeah, it was really sweet though, you know, and um, so I was like, man, I bet you that woman really tore up too now since he passed away, because man, she was so, she was crying, she was so happy to meet him, but um, but yeah, so, um, and then, so after DMX died, Shock G from the Digital Underground passed away, and I was like, dang, oh my gosh, so he passed away, I don't even think they've... Said the cause of death for him just yet, but I think he has some health issues going on, and so I, I don't know. Um, yeah, mm, and it's crazy because it's a lot of them, like art from our, my era, like it's just kind of man, like Prince Marky D from the Fat Boys, um, uh, DMX, Black Rob, Shock G. I don't even like counting it down like that because I don't like to be looking like, well, oh, who next? You know what I'm saying? Who next? I don't I don't like thinking like that, but it's just crazy. But I'm telling y'all, man, it it, it definitely it definitely makes you just be like, man, you got to live your life. And and I don't even want to just say live your life to the fullest because we all know that. I mean that's what we should do, period. But I also want to add in there I also want to add in there, not just live your life to the fullest, but um live your life in a way where it it, it makes you want to more and more focus on this is what I'm trying to say it, it, it this all this stuff going on it really does make you want to focus more and more on not only living your life to the fullest but also within living your life to your to the fullest creating good positive memories with people creating good memories creating good moments because the way i see it is and, the, and i always say this one day you look up and all you're going to have are memories take a lot of pictures spend a lot of time with people that you love um and when I say take pictures, I don't really always mean take pictures, always just to post them on social media because I actually keep a actual photo album. I take my pictures from my phone and I print them out. I get them printed out and I put them in my actual photo album. And I'm going to tell you something that actually has a better impact on Um, capturing memories and looking back at stuff than actually having your pictures on social media. For me, it does. It's a better, to me, it's a better impact having an actual photo album. But anyway, so I have more photos in my phone Than I have ever posted on social media. I don't post everything on social media. I don't post every picture in my phone on social media. A lot of my pictures get taken off of my phone. And they get put into an actual album. And I just feel like there are certain pictures that should just be physically. You know physical. As opposed to. Y'all remember people used to keep pictures in a (laughs) shoebox. But um, I just feel like certain pictures should be physical. Physical other than just being online, like pictures of weddings, you know, weddings, baby showers, graduations, you know, special occasions. It shouldn't just be online. So anyway, so yeah. Capture a lot of moments in your life. Um, you know, create good memories, you know, do fun things and just, you know, just, you gotta, you know, I just feel like that's important because Hey, the way stuff is going you just don't know go for that dream job go for things that you know do things that 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 you may feel nervous about doing or uncomfortable about doing but it's something that you really want to do uh sit aside worrying about what people may think or you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, hell, even me doing this podcast, you know, um, I don't always know how you guys are going to receive my, my, my episodes. I don't know, but I don't, I, I don't worry about it either. I just get on here and I speak from my heart and I speak and I'm like, hey, look, either somebody going to like it or they not going to like it. But whatever the case, I'm still doing one of the things that I really love to do, you know, in my life. So, yeah. So that's that. But yeah, so, um, so that took place and everything. And, um, I wanted to, I wanted to mention something else too. Um, this is sidebar real quick. I checked out that movie, Michael B. Jordan movie. Um, what is it called? Tom's, uh, what was it? I can't even think of it. That's crazy. Uh, it was really good though that ain't what I want to mention, but I just thought about that. (laughs) But, um, it's called Tom, uh, Tom Clancy's without remorse. Now I guess there's been some some, some mixed reviews about it, or I haven't checked Rotten Tomatoes about it yet, but I I, I thought it was a good movie to me. Michael B. Jordan is starting to be one of those characters. I mean, he's trying to be one of those celebrities who, um, when he's in something I want to see, because I know it's going to be good. It's just like Denzel. So yeah, he's doing that. But anyway, that's not even what I wanted to mention, but I wanted to go back and touch on, um, the, the situation with Makai, Makai, um, um, uh, what was her name? Micaiah Brown, I think. And the one who got shot here in Columbus by the police, the 16 year old young lady who got shot here by the police about a week ago. And I just want to say this real quick. Um, I saw a video, it was like a new footage. It was not, not new footage, but it was the video was released with the body cam audio. Cause at first you couldn't really hear everything, but this was released, and in the video we could hear her saying, she said, This is my mama's house, and she was boxing the girl out of the driveway or whatever. And I just want to say that this is one of those unfortunate as fuck situations where you had all these adults standing around and I think her mom and her dad was there and they're just watching this go down. And it's one of those things where we get people saying, you know, he didn't have to shoot her. He should have tased her. And, and and he could have just tased her, but in that moment, and if you see the video, when that officer pulled up, we saw her looking like the aggressor, and she was, like I said, fighting that girl, she said, this is my mama's house, and then when the girl fell to the ground, the man who was there, who was said to have been Makai's father, kicked that girl in the head and everything while she was on the ground, Like, it was just a crazy-ass situation. It was a crazy video. So, then she ran from that girl to the other girl in the pink sweatsuit. Y'all, I think I mentioned this before, y'all. I don't want to recap the whole thing, but my point is this. So, in that moment, he sees her with the knife and she looks like she was about to to gut the other girl for real like a damn fish. And so, he shoots her. Now, what if he had tased her, but the tase didn't even, like, what if it didn't take effect to her? Like, she was literally, like, Two inch two like maybe like an inch from stabbing that girl, I'm just saying that, in my personal opinion, I think that that officer is going to get off. I just do um I also think. That in my opinion, now I don't know who going to get mad about this. I don't know. But y'all know, like I say in my, on on the end of my episodes, you either going, you might get glad about what I said, or you might get mad about what I said, but either way, I said what I said. So, having said that, I'm going to say that that situation could have been prevented. If they said Micaiah is the one who called the police. I'm I'm I, I'm unclear about who really called the police, but they saying it was her. If she called the police, why couldn't her parents just have her waiting in the house until they got there? See, it's one of those things where as parents, and I, I know I'm not a parent, but I don't have to be a parent to say what I'm about to say. There's certain things you can't sit back and watch your child engage in and sitting back fighting and shit like that is one of them especially when you know the temperature this days, this day and age between blacks and, and the police. Now those girls brought their asses to, to your home to fight, which they should not have. I was always taught, you don't go looking for trouble. You don't go to nobody's house trying to fight. You don't go follow nobody. You don't go to nobody where you know, somebody is at trying to fight. You just don't do it. You, you're going looking for something. You're going to definitely get what you were looking for. I remember a girl when I was in high school, a young lady two young ladies they had you know some differences or whatever now mind you this is high school so it could have been over some petty shit who knows could have been over a stupid ass nigga or whatever the case but i don't even think that it was ever said about what what they didn't like each other for but whatever the case two girls in school two girls in um high school this happened in Dayton. they didn't like each other for whatever reason they got they had some issues or whatever. It started in school, but then after school, one of the young ladies followed the other girl. She followed her to wherever she was. And um, the altercation took place and the young lady stabbed her. The young lady stabbed the girl who followed her, stabbed her right in the chest. Such an unfortunate situation. The girl who did the stabbing, she was somebody I never liked any damn way. She was one of those bitches who always went for bad. She was always, you know, up in fights and stuff and just, you know what I'm saying? Just, just, you know, one of those kind of girls, always up in some stuff. So, she stabbed the girl. She stabbed the young lady. She did time for it. But, I'm just saying that to say that, you know it was unfortunate that the other other young lady followed her to where she, you know, to where she was. Um, but yeah, like you, you, it's just, man. So getting back to the, the Makai situation, I think that her parents was, I think her parents was more at fault. I'm going to be honest. I do. I think her parents were more at fault because they sat there and they watched her, you know what I'm saying? Like they sat there and watched her fight. And it seemed like they were encouraged. If that was her father they kicked the young lady in the head, he encouraged her. Like, come on. That's just crazy. So, I just wanted to say that about that because I just saw that video where the audio, where I could hear the audio more clear. And I'm like, damn. Like, oh my gosh. Mm-mm. Speaking of fighting, what is up with these fights? These, these, these old boxers trying to get up and fight. If they old asses. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I don't want to call him old, but damn. <laughs> like, for real. Uh, we got, who is it? Mike Tyson, supposed, supposed to be fighting somebody. Um, no, who is Evander Holyfield, I think. Evander Holyfield. He's going to be fighting. Now, Evander Holyfield, 58 years old. He's going to be fighting somebody named Kevin McBride, who was 47. And then we got Floyd Mayweather versus uh, Logan Paul. Logan Paul, 26. Okay. Then we got Lamar Odom fighting Aaron Carter, Mike Tyson fighting Lennox Lewis. I mean, it's all fun and all. And I like fights. To be honest, I like watching fights. I ain't gonna lie. I like I like watching them boxing matches or whatever. I be going to fight parties and stuff. I I, I love that stuff. But come on, Mike Tyson. Mm-mm-mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I guess you know it's all in the name of entertainment. I guess you know. So anyway, this is what I want to talk about. Now, there's this video that went viral concerning uh, Yandy and Mandesis. Now, for those who don't know, Yandy and Mandesis, they are a um, couple from Love and Hip Hop, the Love and Hip Hop franchise or whatever. And they um, they have, um, I think they got a couple of kids together. I know they had some from... Previous relationships or whatever. But, um, um, they've been together for a couple of years, actually. And it's Yandy Smith and Mandisi Harris. So... They actually uh Mandicis did an 8 year bid or oh, he did not I mean he no 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 he was sentenced to 8 years in prison for drug trafficking trafficking or whatever but he had some other legal issues going on too i think even before that some, uh concerning a a minor, a, a, minor a, a young lady who was a minor or whatever um so they've had their issues but anyway he did a 8 year well 5 years of an 8 year prison sentence for drug trafficking Well, when he went in, right before he went in, they got married. Well, they didn't even really get married for real, for real, because they had this nice, lavish wedding on VH1, but it was later discovered that they were not legally married because Yandy didn't turn in some documents or whatever. But uh, basically, they've been together for a while, and when he went into prison, she held him down, basically, now, there were times where they said that, you know, he got an attitude because she wasn't answering his calls or his emails and stuff like that or whatever. Hell, she out here living and uh, marching for, you know, peace and justice and stuff. Because Yandy was one of the people that was on the front lines, you know, with the whole injustice of the, um, you know, police killing unarmed um, black um, men or and other stuff that's been going on over the years too. Something I th- I remember one time she was in a situation where it was something going on in a prison and she was out there protesting and then she got maced or whatever, pepper sprayed or whatever. So anyway, whole the whole thing is this they was on this couple's retreat retreat um show that they've been doing on BH one with the um, you know, the cast of some of these uh reality shows. And it was asked it, it it was basically asked that um, if the roles were reversed and if Yandy had did prison time, would Mandisi have been there? You know, for her had, had he would he have held it down? And he said, "No." Let me let y'all listen.
1: Hey, Mandisi, y'all ready? Time to get real. Any insecurities between you two? No. None? None. Prison. Is that an insecurity? Because I feel like when he was locked up, I was locked up. You ain't emailed for two months. Yeah, but so I was. Six that's months. because I was talking
2: to you every day. No, you don't. No, you don't every do that. Every single day, you're three right, times a day. You're you're lying. You don't even get that many minutes. I spoke to you every no, you day. Did not, not every day.
1: Every single day.
2: All right. I don't over exaggerate, but and if listen, I didn't
1: talk to you, it was a problem. And then it would be, you know, you don't have to do this. And for me, that felt like don't negate what I have been doing. Don't negate. Me making sure you and the kids are good don't negate the calls i did pick up this isn't the first time this phone call email thing has come up and i normally just brush it away but now i'm frustrated do you understand what my life was like i'm raising two babies i'm running five companies but you want to talk about emails and calls talk about how these bills was going to get paid i don't have time to write emails and, and letters do you both hear the discrepancy in the communication I called you, but you didn't email. It was two months. It was every night and every morning. There's a discrepancy. So to me, it's more than did you email, did you call? It's what more did you want and what more do you want now that you weren't
2: getting for you to say, I didn't get it, and that's the way it's coming out. I was kind of holding resentment because I said, the moment I step out of here, she'll be blowing my phone up every five seconds. So for me, I started to feel like I was put on a shelf. I wasn't going nowhere. And you'll play with me when, when it's time for me to be free. I was going to allow no one to treat me any different than for me being free or me being incarcerated. Treat me the same. Don't mishandle me like that. Not when I give her the opportunity. If you ever get tired and it's become too much, then, you know, you, you, I'm, you're free. I think it would have been selfish of me to try to hold her in a relationship that she didn't want to be in. You know, you you free. Anything can happen. People meet people, fall in love. And, you know, I didn't want to force somebody to go through something like that with me.
1: The fact that you always, you always said to me, you
2: don't have to do this. That was
1: offensive. You would say, like, you could leave. And it would be the simplest of things like, I missed your phone call, or I didn't pick up, or I didn't email you. That made me feel like it wasn't that much of a fight for
2: you. Like, it was easy to let me go. Nobody that's your woman wants to feel like they're easy to get over. I mean, if I could deal with my mom leaving me, and that's the trauma, I felt like I could deal with anybody leaving me.
1: Nobody that's your woman
2: wants to feel like they're easy to get over. I mean, if I could deal with my mom leaving me and that's the trauma, I felt like I could deal with anybody leaving
1: me. It would be great to be like, nah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like when you say for better or for worse and when you say, you know, if I'm sick, I go to jail. I want you to be like, nah, I got you. I ain't going nowhere.
2: I want for better or for worse yeah that's That's what i I mean mean, that's what i get yeah i mean that's the same thing i signed up for right nobody that's your
1: woman wants to feel like they're easy to get over i think you had a lot of time on your hands and i think with that time i think that i did a damn good job i say that to you all the time like if the roles were reversed would you hold me down
2: If the shoes was on the other foot, you know, I don't know what I will be able to do. Hmm, and that's a problem.
1: So, Mendeece finally admitted that he doesn't know if he would have stayed if the roles were reversed, and that's so hurtful, because people have said to me, you doing all this, will he do that for you? And I've always combated with, yeah, he would, we love each other. But to hear him sit here in my face and be like, I don't know.
2: Listen, I'm telling you the truth. Like, that's so
1: unfair. Hey,
0: y'all. Okay. Alright, so y'all heard that or whatever. Now, here's what I want to say. Okay, let me let me go back on something else, too. Um, her, The young lady, her name is Micaiah Bryant. I think I kept saying Brown, so I wanted to correct myself on that. But anyway, um, so, I mean, what y'all think what y'all think about that here's my thing i I, first of all i think that mandeces have a little bit of abandonment issues i do just by the way he said you know if i could deal with my mom leaving me i could deal with anybody leaving i mean i can understand that but i i i don't know i just think people like that with abandonment issues you know like he kept telling her you know you don't have to do this you don't have to do this you know um, I think people with abandonment issues when they when they when the abandonment issues start acting up, they try to beat people to the punch of leaving them. They never like that feeling of rejection or feeling left or feeling left or unwanted or whatever. So they they I don't know, it's like they don't like to always put themselves in a vulnerable position to be fully in with someone. They might have one foot in and one foot out or they just won't get in at all. They'll they'll just deal with people in a certain way where they're not really putting their all into it or whatever. But anyway, so I think he kind of got some of that going on, but as far as him, as far as, you know, people were outraged saying, Oh, he was wrong. He was wrong. Um, I don't feel like what he said was wrong. I, I think that that was him telling the truth. He was being honest. That's what we ask for. Right. We want people to keep it real. We want people to be honest. And that's what he was doing. And and it's one of those things where we can't always expect someone to love us how we love them. And like he said, he said, I don't really know what I would have done. You don't know. Sometimes you don't know how you're going to handle a situation. But the way I would have answered that if I was him, because it is, it is, it is expected for when somebody say, you know, I got your back, you got mine, you know. I held you down, so I would expect you to hold me down. Um, you know, this ain't Remy Ma and Papoose, okay? <laughs> I love Mr. some Papoose. I tell you, I love the way he love Remy Ma, I tell you. But, everybody not gonna be like a Papoose, especially a man. And I hate to say it, but it's a little bit of a um, double standard there. It's a little bit of a double, double standard. I think that women are always expected to hold a man down, hold him down, regardless of what it is. That's why I say, for real, for real, I ain't no ride or die chick. I'm not. Mm-mm, nope. You, you. If we, if we, if we together, we got kids together, or whatever. You do some shit to take your ass to prison. Uh, and you get sentenced to like five years, six years, seven years, eight, guess who ain't gonna wait on your ass? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> and I don't feel like I'm wrong for that. <laughs> because if the roles was reversed, I'm sure you wouldn't wait on my ass. Period. For real. I mean, But like he said, he said, you know, it it would be unfair for me to ask someone to, you know, wait and and be in a relationship that they don't really want to be in. And that's true. But some people are selfish. Some dudes will go get locked up and be wanting you to make, they think you're supposed to hold them down. And hell, then when they get home, they go, go probably leave you for somebody else or be cheating on you and stuff. That's that struggle bullshit. That's that, that's that that when you want to be a ride or die chick, just know what the hell you riding or dying for. Know what caused you riding for. And I just don't agree that certain type of situations are as healthy and you, you need to, Oh, you gotta, you gotta prove your love to this dude. Cause you, you know, by, by staying with him while he in prison, you didn't do the crime to get in prison. He did. And I feel like at the end of the day, we all have the power of choice. And ain't no woman wrong just because she now she chooses to stand by his side. That's on her. That ain't. I mean, I'm not knocking that either. But if she chooses not to, I don't feel like that's wrong. Nah. If you if you uh uh-uh. uh no if you get sense. to uh no uh uh-uh. uh. But anyway, Yandy chose to hold him down, and now that she's saying that, you know, she sees that it might not have been the same situation if the roles were reversed. He might not have held her down. Now it's the, it's the issue and she's like, Oh my gosh, you know, I mean, I I just don't think that, I don't think he said anything wrong and he came back and he, uh, gave like a little, um, I guess like he tried to clean it up or whatever. Basically he was saying, you know, I wasn't saying that I wouldn't be down for her or, or I wouldn't do it for her. I'm just saying, I don't know, you know, but basically he's still saying the same thing. He, he, he don't know. It wasn't a definite, yes, I will hold you down. Some people saying he should have lied or whatever. No, he should not have lied. He should have said what the hell he said, which was the truth. And she should take that and say, okay, and, you know, maybe he'd be down for her in other ways or in another way. Maybe he's just saying, you know, going to prison and you, Who? I think what he said was realistic. I think what he said was very realistic who nowadays come on people barely people barely holding it down when when you ain't locked up people barely still stay, staying faithful <laughs> oh shit, I think he even had a baby on her before I think I think it was a break baby so called when they so called had broke up or whatever, but I'm just saying people barely holding it down and um you know staying faithful when you ain't locked up. What you think a person's going to do when you locked up for some years? But I mean, she is a good one for, you know, for even sticking down, you know, staying down with him like that for all that time. Like he didn't do the whole eight years. And he, like I said, I think he did like five of the eight, but still that was her choice. That was her choice. And he didn't make her do it. So I just wanted to comment on that like I said because uh, you know it went viral a lot of people was talking about it a lot of people was um saying that he was wrong and how dare he you know how dare he not uh you know do the same for her as she did for him and i just feel like overall that is her choice and that is nice that she did that that's nice that she chose to stick by him his side like that but i mean who knows like that could have been because maybe she has this you know sometimes women get caught up in the whole wanting a man and wanting a husband and wanting to be rewarded for being a down ass bitch and blah, blah blah and they make certain sacrifices and they they make certain decisions but who's to say that her reasons for doing that were I mean I ain't going to say she don't love him I don't I can't say that but I'm just saying sometimes maybe who knows, maybe she's just caught up in a certain image or a certain fairy tale, you know? Um, but again, I just feel like that's something she didn't have to do with something that she chose to do, but I don't feel like just because she chose to do that, she should be rewarded with him wanting to do the same thing. They're two different people. And I mean, that's just real talk there's some things a man may do for me that I might be like, I'm not doing that. And, but it don't mean I don't love him and it don't mean I'm not down for him. So I'm just saying that to say that we can't always say somebody ain't down for somebody just because they're not willing to do X, Y, Z that we're willing to do. Everybody's different. You can't always expect people to do what you would do in order to prove their loyalty or their love now we all know like you know um i mean obvious stuff like cheating stuff like that like yeah you you want to prove your loyalty don't cheat you know what i mean so uh we of course stuff like that but when it comes to a situation like somebody getting locked up man whoo so anyway that's what i wanted to mention about that um yeah, I wanted to mention that because I feel like that's one of those things where I I just think that it's always said that a woman, sh- you know, what it's like when a woman doesn't. If a if a woman doesn't hold it down, it's like she's she. You know, people try to go in and or or she. There's a different backlash when it comes to a woman not being loyal or a woman not sticking by a dude's side. But it seemed like a man cannot do it. You know what I mean? It seemed like, and when a man doesn't do it, it seems like it's just—I don't know. Like it's not—it's not looked at as bad as it is with women. Women are—women are, women are said it's like women are always expected to, like I said, hold them down and go through the—I don't know. Sometimes that shit ain't healthy though. That is. Like I said, it just depends on what you holding down. Why you holding them down and what the hell is it? And why it's always got to be something like, oh, a, a nigga in prison or, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. why it can't be something like... Oh, he in college or something. And I don't know. Y'all you know, just something. Why has always got to be something like, nigga, why has always got to be something negative as to where somebody got to hold a nigga down? The woman got to hold her man down. Shit. I don't know. But that's all I wanted to say, y'all. So, um, let me get up out of here. <laughs> all right, y'all. I'll catch y'all on the next episode. All right, guys, that's a wrap. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now, don't be stingy. Go ahead and share this podcast. And don't forget to follow on social media. Remember, you might get glad about what I said, or you might get mad about what I said. Either way, I said what I said. Till next time, y'all take care. Bye.